Introducing the Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, Live the Big Stuff podcast with New York Times bestselling author, Christine Carlson. With 25 million copies in print, learn how the Don't Sweat Wisdom can help you achieve greater mental health and better communication with your family, friends, and coworkers from a beloved teacher. Rediscover your passion, joy, and self-compassion to awaken your most vibrant life. Hi, and welcome back to the Don'ts with the Small Stuff, Live the Big Stuff podcast. Thanks so much for being here. Well, it's a new year, and I'm so excited to be speaking with a really wonderful woman today. But before we begin, let's go ahead and take our golden pause. So sit comfortably wherever you are, uncross your legs, keep your hands open on your lap. And if you're driving, just pay attention to the road and use this as a breathing exercise. So let's begin by taking a few deep breaths together. As you breathe in through your nose, allow your chest and your belly to expand, taking in the maximum amount of oxygen. And as you exhale, just let go of any tension you feel, any tension in your neck, your shoulders, your arms. Allow yourself to be fully relaxed. This time as you breathe in, breathe in golden sunlight all the way to the tips of your fingers and toes to the top of your head through your whole body pure golden sunlight and as you exhale let go go ahead and breathe in again filling your lungs and your head and your toes and your arms and your legs with pure love And as you exhale, let go of fear, let go of tension. This time as you breathe in, place your hand on your heart, activating your heart, opening your heart, and just spend a moment thinking of one thing that you just feel incredibly grateful for today. One thing, it could be a person, a place, something somebody said to you, an experience. We'll spend a moment breathing in that gratitude. And as you breathe in, golden sunlight again. Exhale, let go, and open your eyes. So I'm really honored and happy to introduce to you and have on this podcast today, Marcy Shymoff. She is a number one New York Times bestselling author, a world-renowned transformational teacher, and an expert on happiness, success, and unconditional love. Marcy's books include the runaway bestsellers, Happy for No Reason, Love for No Reason, and six titles in the phenomenally successful Chicken Soup for the Women's Soul series. Her books have sold over 15 million copies worldwide in 33 languages, and they've topped all the major bestseller lists and have been on the New York Times bestseller list for a total of 118 weeks. Marcy is one of the best-selling female nonfiction authors of all time. Marcy is also the host of the national PBS television special called Happy For No Reason, is a featured teacher in The Secret, and is the narrator for the award-winning film Happy. Marcy currently co-leads a worldwide program called Your Year of Miracles with thousands of participants from 42 countries 
for living a life of miracles. Marcy has inspired millions of people around the world and is dedicated to helping people live more empowered and joyful lives. Please join me in welcoming Marcy Shimoff to our show today. Hey, Marcy, it's so good to have you on and speak with you. Thank oh, it's you. so it's so great to be here with you, Chris. I know everybody else calls you Christine. Can I call you Chris? Of course. <laughs> of course you can. So great to be with you. I always love any time I get to spend with you and with your with your wonderful people. Thank you. Thank you. Well, we are going to be talking about how to manifest miracles in 2017 by living in the miracle zone. Um, Gosh, Marcy, I can think of so many amazing topics that you talk about in, in success and happiness. And now you are talking about how to live in the miracle zone. How did this all start for you? Like this miracle zone thing? Yeah, well, it had a most unlikely start. Um, it started really when I was born. Uh, I was born completely depressed. I, I came out of the womb with existential angst. I was just, I, I, had a, I had a great family. Everything was fine, except I had a dark cloud around me. Were you like the firstborn of, of your child? I was the, I was the baby. You were I was the, the baby. Third. I was. Wow. And, and I just, you know, there was sort of no explanation for why I was unhappy. I just was unhappy. And so... I, and I was that way growing up my whole, you know, teen years and all the way into my twenties. I can hardly so, believe that knowing you, I mean, because you are just such a ball of energy and joy now. <laughs> well, you know, there's that saying, we teach what we most want to learn. And yeah. <laughs> I always, what I wanted, I remember when I was a kid, all I wanted to do was have energy. I had no energy and feel happy. And so when I was in my twenties, I set some goals for myself and I figured once I got those goals, then I'd be happy. And I'll just share them with you, Chris, because I think a lot of people will be able to relate to these. I set five main goals and I thought, that's it. I hit these goals. I'll have it. And here's what they were. Number one, I wanted a great career helping people. Number two, I wanted a wonderful husband or life partner. Three, I wanted wonderful friends. Number four, a comfortable home. And number five on my list was I wanted the equivalent of Halle Berry's body. <laughs> well, I got four out of the five. I don't have Halle Berry's body. Yeah, but you have a darn cute one. So well, thank you. I have a healthy body. So I'm really grateful. And you know, Chris, I worked really hard to get all my ducks in a row to have all that happen. And I had a like, turning point moment, one of those crash and burn moments. It was in 1998. I had three books in the top five on the New York Times bestseller list. I had um, all those other things going for me. And I had just finished giving a speech to 8,000 people and had autographed 5,432 books. And I oh felt like an author rock star. So I should have felt on top of the world. Well, after autographing that last book, I went up to my hotel room and I looked out at this beautiful view of Lake Michigan. I was in Chicago. And I turned around and I fell onto the bed and I burst into tears. Aww. And I burst into tears because I realized that I had worked really hard to get all those things I thought would make me happy. And I still felt empty inside. And that's when I decided that I was going to do everything I could to find out 
how I could have true and lasting happiness. And so I researched it. I interviewed hundreds of people and, and I found that there were specific ways to get happier. And I went from probably a D minus in happiness to an A. I'm, I'm still working on it, but it's, um, I really feel like I got it. And, and what's great is that there are specific things that anyone can do, as you know, to be happier. But then how this miracles thing came about, it was about four years ago, I started waking up every morning going, oh my God, my life is miraculous. I feel like I, you know, every day some amazing thing happens out of the blue, mm. uh, you know, synchronicities happen. I'm in the flow. And I realized that there were specific, there was a specific way to get in what I call the miracle zone. And that's when I started teaching this, how to live a miraculous life. And you have a co-teacher in this, Deborah Panaman too. Can you tell us a little bit about your partnership with Deborah and how you know Deborah? Yeah, it's a great story. So when I was 22, I, um, I took a job as a secretary for this amazing woman who was teaching a seminar called Yes to Success Seminars. And I had taken the seminar and it totally turned my life around. And I um, asked her if I could be her, her assistant. And so she hired me as her secretary. And that was Deborah Poneman. Oh, wow. And, and that's how I ended up getting started in the whole seminar business. I became one of her trainers and all of that. And so I've partnered. I actually, when I came up with this idea to, to teach people how to live a miraculous life, I thought to myself, who do I know? that most lives a miraculous life besides mm. me. And it was Deborah. So we have this wonderful sisterhood. We're, we're like sisters. And you guys are so cute together, honestly. It feels really, I mean, that's <laughs> part of being in the miracle zone is we get to have this fabulous. Playful. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's so much fun to work with someone that you love like that and have that partnership too. But it has to be has to be a very special relationship to work together and be great friends too. Yeah, it has really, it's, it's part of the miracle zone for us. And, and from it, we feel like we've, we have this amazing tribe. We've had, we've had thousands and thousands of people become part of the miracles family. And it's oh so, my gosh, it's so beautiful. Exciting. That's so exciting. Can you um, define for us what you mean by miracle? Because I know, um, you know, that could take on a lot of different connotations for our listeners. Absolutely. Uh, you know, it sounds so airy-fairy, so I'm really glad you asked that because I want to get very practical here. And, and I want to give you everybody really practical things that you can do to um, bring more of this miraculous into your life. So here's what the dictionary says is the definition of a miracle. A miracle is a surprise and welcome event that can't be explained by science, but that is um, often attributed to divine grace. Mm. And so here's the deal. We can't create miracles. They are from the divine. They are from this state of grace. But what we can do is we can create the circumstances for miracles to flow in our life. Mm. And that's the key, is creating the circumstances for your miracles. I mean, here we are, we're going into the beginning of a new year. And this is the time when we're really primed to make, make shifts so that we live our year differently this mm -hmm. year. And this is the time to open up to what can you do 
to create the circumstances for more miracles to flow into your life in 2017. Wow, I like it to liken that, like, you know, even just cleaning out your closets and cleaning things out makes space for new things to happen in your life. It's Or even your environment is just so important. And I'm sure you address all of those things about um, the miracle zone. Can anyone create miracles? So what a great question. What we have seen is we've worked with people from all ages, teenage up to their 90s, men, women, all over the world, all walks of life. These are universal principles and they apply for anyone. And I know that a lot of people listening right now are probably struggling. You might be hearing this and saying, that is so out of my reach. I'm just trying to survive right now. You know, maybe you're dealing with, um, a health challenge, maybe you're dealing with with financial challenge, or you're in work that you don't like, or you've got a, a you know relationship that's struggling, or a relationship that you're breaking up, and you're going miracles, forget it. I just want to get by. And here's what we found: we found that when people are the most challenged, sometimes that's the easiest time to slip into the miracle zone mm. because you're willing, you're, you're open, you're willing to try what's new. And we have seen people's lives turn around in a nanosecond mm. and, um, just from that openness. That's the first step that you need. Well, that sounds really exciting. I'm sure to many people listening that it could yeah. only take a nanosecond. Are you hearing that? A nanosecond. I love that. <laughs> yeah like a light going off. <laughs> That's exactly it. it. It really sometimes it's just a shift that it takes to move you into another st space where you open up to miracles. And I don't know about you, Marcy, but I find like that there's just times when I get bogged down and I think, wow, what happened to all my magical synchronicity? What happened? You know, where is it? And, you know, and, and I start to realize, well, I'm just, I'm just bogged down right now. I'm, I'm too, I'm too wrapped up in something or I'm, you know, I'm in a different place and I just need to create a shift within myself or, and I'm, I'm really excited about this program that you and Deborah are offering, offering about miracles to people, which is why I really want to share it with our listeners, because I do believe that they're just small things that we do every day that shift us and shift our consciousness and create like a portal and an opening for really great things to happen. And you're right, 2017, the beginning of a new year is the perfect time to do this. Do you want to share just a few like small tips or ideas about how people open up to their miracles? Yes. Why don't I share two specific ones? Is okay. that good? Yeah, that sounds great. All right, so the first one has to do with owning your inherent worthiness. In other words, it has to do with, and I know, Chris, this is a topic that's near and dear to your heart. It has to do with your ability to love yourself yeah. and to feel worthy of miracles because the truth is miracles are out there. They are out there and they are seeking you. Your miracles are actually wanting you, but you, we have to open up to them. And this is where a lot of people, and I will say women in particular, have a challenge is in that feeling of worthiness, in that feeling of opening to miracles. So let me just, let me, let me give you a little quiz to see how good you are at opening to miracles. You know, because literally, if you don't feel worthy, you are energetically pushing them away. 
So I'm going to ask you a few questions. Okay. Number one, do you feel uncomfortable when someone pays you a compliment and you try to deflect it? Number two, do you have a hard time accepting gifts? Number three, do you ever feel guilty when people try to help you out or support you and you feel like you have to give them back twice as much as they give to you? Number four, when things are going well, do you sometimes downplay them around family or friends so they don't feel so bad? Number five, do you feel bad if things come too easily to you? You should have to work hard or struggle for for it. Now, if you answered yes to any or all of these, you are unconsciously pushing away your good by not feeling worthy. In other words, you are blocking your miracles. Wow, I don't know about you, but I answered yes to a few of those, so I think I need to do this course too. (laughs) Well... It's, you know, this issue of self-love, this, it's, uh, it's not about self-esteem. Self-esteem is I like myself because I look a certain way or I'm a good person. And that's good, but it's conditional. What we're talking about is unconditional self-love, loving yourself no matter what, not depending upon whether you look a certain way or you do good things. It's, it's, it's soul worth rather than um, self-worth. I love that. Yeah, soul the universe, worth. I love that. Yeah. That's a great term, soul worth. You know, the universe is only going to give you what you actually feel worthy of. Mm-hmm. And, that is and, so true. Yeah, I mean, I'll just share with you a very quick little story from my own life. I remember um, I took a workshop with Marianne Williamson, who's now a dear friend of mine, but years ago, this was in 1997. And I remember her saying that if you make a lot of money, or receive a lot of money, but you don't shift your consciousness to feel worthy of that level of money, then you'll invariably lose it. Mm. And I thought to myself, no way, that would never happen to me. You know that. And sure enough, a few years later, I had reached a level that was beyond what I was worthy of, felt worthy of. And I proceeded to lose money. Now, I, fortunately, I didn't lose it all. And I caught myself. And I began working on this deeper level of soul worthiness. So here's what I would suggest you do right now. Just notice today, how are you pushing away even the small things? You know, make it a game of how do I push things away? And when you notice it, just open up to receive. Ask yourself, how can I expand my ability to receive right now Mm. and open up to receive? So that's one thing. Now, we spend an entire, in the Year of Miracles program, we spend an entire month in the very beginning of the program, focusing on self-love and and deepening that ability to open up to receiving your miracles because it's so important. Well, well, what's what's involved in the program, Marcy? Like what kind of time commitment is it and and how does it roll? Well, um, and I definitely want to get to your the next secret I'm going to give you. But oh yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm all excited. I'm all now. excited to hear about the program. <laughs> I'll share the program now, and then we'll come back to that other secret okay. that I'm going to share with you. That's very relevant for this beginning of the year time frame. So uh, the Year of Miracles program is a year, and we meet two sessions a month on on the phone or on the web. And they're all available by replay as well. So if you're not able to make a session, you uh, still uh, can participate. And um, and we cover all kinds of ways to get into the miracle zone in terms of self-love, in terms of your relationships. If you've got negative people around you, we spend an entire month around uh, relationships and, and 
getting getting your tribe to be positive and supportive of you. Uh, we spend time on health, every and money. We have how to be a money magnet. So there's not a lot of time involved, but there's a tremendous amount of power that you've got because we are in the miracle zone as a powerful unit. We have a, a few thousand people that are there supercharging your miracle intentions. And you'll also have a miracles group. It's a support group of six to eight people that you'll meet with twice a month. Very specific way to meet with them. You meet on the phone. There are people in your time zone. And they all have their attention on supercharging your miracle intentions. Wow. That so it's very specific really, and practical. That sounds very thorough. Yes. <laughs> so um, it's a it's it's we've had we've had um this is our fourth year doing this. And what we've found is that at the end of the year we we send out a survey. We have people. We guide people in selecting three miracle intentions for their year. We walk you through a very powerful process to do that. And by the end of the year, 94% of the people had realized their three miracle intentions. Oh my gosh, I love that. That's amazing. Yeah. All right, so what's the second secret that I interrupted so you on? Thing. You know, at the beginning of the year, most people set miracle intentions. No, I'm sorry, not miracle intentions. They set their goals. Or yeah, their, their New Year's resolutions. New Year's resolutions. By the third week of January, 80% of people have dropped off of their miracle intentions. They're already gone. Only 20% are still going by, by the third week of January. And by the end of the year, only 8% of people have are still on their intentions. And part of why this doesn't work for people setting intentions is we set our intentions the wrong way. We set what I call ego-based intentions. Mm. And what we need to do is shift to what I call soul-based intentions. And ego-based intentions, you know they're ego-based because they make you feel contracted. They make you feel crummy. Soul-based intentions make you feel expanded. Mm. And, and I'll give you a simple example. Um, an ego-based intention that a lot of people set at the beginning of the year is, I want to lose 20 pounds. Now, notice how you feel when you set that intention. Generally, it makes you feel contracted. It makes you feel like a struggle. Like, ugh, I have to do this. And it's where you're coming from. Most of the time it's because you you want to lose 20 pounds because you feel bad about yourself and you're judging yourself or because you feel other people are judging you or you're, um, you know, you are having a hard, you want to show off to your old boyfriend or your old boyfriend's new girlfriend. These are all from the ego. Now let's take a look at the same outcome, but a soul's version of that same intention. So a soul's version wouldn't be, I want to lose 20 pounds. It would be something like, I'm fit and vital and healthy in a body that reflects my inner radiance. Mm. And you can feel the difference. One makes you feel expanded and excited. The other makes you feel contracted and, um, and, and kind of in a struggle state. And what we do is we, we actually sh show you in the Year of Miracles how to shift 
from an ego-based to a soul-based intention. But if you're listening right now, just when you're done with this, write down your top five intentions for the new year and see how they make you feel. Mm. If they make you feel contracted, rewrite them into a soul-based intention. Well, I love that. Oh, this is going to be an amazing program, Marcy, and I'm definitely signing up for it. <laughs> I would I would love to go through a year of creating miracles and manifesting miracles in my life and just reminding me of all that's important. And I think no matter who you are in this world, like you can always practice a better life. And it just sometimes it just takes being inspired every day or inspired weekly or monthly. So I just want to thank you so much, Marcy, for coming on the podcast today. It's been wonderful. Um, I'll be adding a link That's to right. the um, email that goes out. So you can just click on that link and go right there um, to find out about the program, um, The Year of Miracles. So, Marcy, thank you so much. Oh, for coming thank you. Out. You know, Chris, may I just end with one one little last thought? Absolutely. So, you know, we are living at a time that can be very challenging for people. And I really recognize that. And what we need to do is we need to join together in the energy that will uplift us all and, and move us forward. And my feeling is that it's not an accident that you're here. Your soul calls you to listen to this for a reason. There is something about this that your soul is saying, yes, you know what? I am, I, I want a different year this year. This is my year. And time is moving along so quickly and it's moving with or without us. And I know Chris and I both don't want you to wait for someday. Someday my life will be different. You know, this is the time. And your future is determined by the choices that you make right now. So we would love, Chris, i thrilled that you're going to be in the Miracle Zone with us in 2017. And, you know, from my heart to everyone here, may this be your miraculous year. Uh, thank you so much, Marcy. And Happy New Year's to everyone listening. Um, this 2017 really is going to be a year of miracles. I can feel it. Can't you? Thanks, Marcy. Thanks for listening to Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, Live the Big Stuff with Christine Carlson. Chris invites you to join her for the brand new What Now program, a six-week offering carefully designed to take you on your own unique journey through life-altering transition and lead you to self-discovery and your most vibrant life. Receive access to powerful audio teachings, an in-depth workbook, and deeply valuable insights on passion and joy from a beloved teacher. Visit christinecarlson.com to learn more about how you can be part of the What Now program.